0: wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Darkest Dungeon 2 Review by John Bolding. With the whole world dissolving into an apocalyptic primordial abyss, your band of misfits sets out into a nightmarish land to save everything by destroying corrupted pieces of reality beneath an ancient mountain. They'll probably fail taken down by ambush, infighting, bad luck, but maybe, just maybe, fortune favors them, and they destroy some unspeakable horror, and then gear up for the next run. That's the routine in Darkest Dungeon 2, where I was never sure if I'd journey from desperate despair to delicious delight, or from frolicking fun to futile frustration every time I booted it up. Enjoying it for the dozens of hours it demands to complete takes the spirit of a gambler, Someone always willing to hold out hope that the dice will fall the way they want, and that the next run will be better than the last. Building on the turn-based combat of Darkest Dungeon, Red Hook Studios has made a brave decision. Darkest Dungeon 2 is simply not the same kind of game. Instead of an epic-length, ongoing campaign, where your party embarks from a central base and returns with the loot to improve it if they survive, here you make stronger stagecoach gauntlet runs towards the looming mountain, getting slightly stronger each time. It's a tough trade-off, and though I miss the sense of place that Darkest Dungeons Town creates, this sequel has less potential for major setbacks from party wipes that feel like pure, sadistic punishment. Win or lose, you earn candles, currency that unlocks permanent bonuses, and upgrades to your traveling coach new hero types, stat buffs, and items for the random drops to pull from, so no run is really wasted. What's still there from Darkest Dungeon? It's all very stylishly presented. Creepy characters, unsettling music, and ridiculously gloomy writing combined with the game design to make one of the neatest early modern fantasy worlds in gaming. While the graphics are now 3D instead of the 2D paper doll look, they still make use of Darkest Dungeon's signature heavy-lined graphic style. Working in 3D space gives everything a much stronger screen presence, adding a sense of weight to more of the cast and Monsters. It's certainly controversial to some, but to my eye, those improved smoother animations and spatial sense are worth anything lost in translation from sprite to model. The combat design is also a step up with many powers and abilities distilled into a system of handy status tokens to gain and exploit, such as bleed, blight, weakened, dodging, and guarding, among others. These effects matter for both your team and the enemies, as the returning system of four ranks for hero and enemy positions dictates how a character fights. Certain skills can only be used from a specific position and only affect enemies or allies in specific rank slots. Managing a flexible team that can fight any enemy lineup, as well as keep the battlefield clear of cluttered enemy corpses, is a fun and engaging strategic challenge, especially when dealing with abilities that shift characters' positions around. There's decent variety in places to go and what happens as you journey between map nodes. Locations on the branching map range from combat encounters and mini-dungeon layers, with three consecutive fights to any of a number of spots, that let you rest, refresh, scout ahead, or get various other bonuses and fight optional encounters. There's a smart touch in that each character in your party has random objectives that can spice it up by incentivizing routes you might otherwise skip, like to visit a nice spa or kill a specific boss. Free navigation and optimal choice-making is spoiled, however, by the need to keep down the arbitrary feeling loathing meter or to avoid obstacles like blockades, ambushes, and rough patches. Darkest Dungeon 2 lives or dies on whether you're interested in tweaking, building, rebuilding, and figuring out new uses for its characters and Parties of Four, and if you do, it contains a bottomless pit to dive into. There are 11 hero classes, with a bonus 12th as an unpredictable mercenary, and each one is undeniably unique compared to the others. Heroes have 5 skills to start, and can equip 5 skills at a time, but end up with 11 total choices once you unlock them all by exploring their memories and hero shrines while on a run. Interesting turn-based RPG combat keeps Darkest Dungeon 2's roguelike progression fresh for hours, if you can push past the early, intentionally punishing humps and like it for what it is, rather than the close retread of Darkest Dungeon that it isn't. Its structure may be frustratingly random at times, even so much as to feel meaningless or pointless, but... A gambler's spirit can see you through those weird patches of bad luck or directionlessness. Besides, this game would have to be really bad to drag down the vibes of the moody lines and grumbling narration that live at the heart of Darkest Dungeon 2. Thanks for listening. I'm Tony Jackson, and for more news and info on Darkest Dungeon 2, visit IGN.com. Spoken layer